Good morning, it's Jason Manford and Steve Edge on Absolute Radio. Morning, Stevie boy. Good morning, good morning. Good morning, morning, good morning, morning. Goza, Steve. Yeah, Gozo. Still, Gozo, I keep calling it Goza. Goza. I don't know why they get that Still in Imja. Gozo, Steve. Uh, you're, and you're hot, hot, hot. It's, it's hot, 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 but aircon, so fine. You know, I know what you mean about the aircon. Yeah. I know, I got the train down to, I don't know if I said this last week, but I got the train down to London the other day and it was actually, f- I needed a cardigan. Oh, was it too cold? It was too cold. By the time I got on train into car, into restaurant, and then back again, yeah. I was freezing. Well, everyone was moaning about as well, don't it? You're not meant to be eating. You're meant to be doing tapas, little bits, aren't you? That's little what, bits. That's what they do, the tapas. Little grazing, yeah. I um, yes, I was. I was in. Um, I stayed in a bed and breakfast in Margate last night, okay. and uh, I've only really stayed in hotels on this tour. But I just thought it's Margate, isn't it? It's only recommended, it. and it was lovely. To be fair, it was a really lovely bed and breakfast. Um, the 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 Georgian Hearts, I think it was called, and uh, but no aircon, window wide open. And then, of course, no. every bug in the world wants to come and look at your phone. Say hello, yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah. You got your phone on that. Nice hey, mate, can I have a little look at that? Can I have a bounce off that? Bounce yeah. off that. <laughs> yeah. The bugs, man. What's wrong with them? I mean, I know Attenborough says that there's an ecosystem, everything's useful, yeah. everything helps something, but not them ones. No, and obviously, because I'm in Gozo, we've got a sort of a jellyfish plant going on here in the sea. Oh, yeah, you told so me about this. I, I, don't know where, I, I think the turtles eat the jellyfish, somebody said, but I don't, I'm not sure that's true. There's not yeah. any turtles anymore because they're eating the plastic because they think the plastic is jellyfish and it's not, it's plastic, and then they're dying, and who's going to eat the jellyfish? Uh, well, you got stung by a jellyfish, oh, didn't you, last week? I, t- I got stung twice by a jellyfish in 25 seconds. That's how long I was in the water. Same jellyfish? I mean, literally... I, I don't know. Get him see, again. You know, yeah, yeah. It was the same one. I recognised him. I'll never forget the look on his face. <laughs> <laughs> That's West, him. That one over there. <laughs> West Brom forever. Yeah. Yeah. And he just went <laughs> twice in twenty-five seconds, though. That's bang out of order. I mean, my mate was in the water. She was in the water for about ten minutes. Not a single. But I think I'm a sort of big lanky sort of Rodney Trotter fella. Yeah. Thrashing around in the water. <laughs> I don't think they. I don't mean they come at you. I think they're just minding their own business. They're just there, aren't they? They'll go, good, have that, and just sting yeah. you. Yeah. But um, <laughs> there is an app called Jellyfish, not an app, like a Facebook group mm. called Jellyfish and Gozo. And every morning somebody goes, what's it like in Marvelstone? And stuff like that. And then somebody put a picture of where we was. It was absolutely terrifying. <laughs> just swarming. And, well, there was no locals in. That should have been the warning. Like, oh, so you rocked up no and there was the nobody in the water? Yeah, that should have been a clue, shouldn't that it? That is a clue, but, you know. What, so you just rocked up? Yeah. Well, we just went there. I thought this would be a nice little harbour. Got in. Hondoch, I think it's called. Mm. Hondoch Bay. Nice. Don't pronounce the queue. I don't even know where, the, where the queue goes. It's a queue at the end. Like oh, at Hondoch. the end. Right, I see. Yeah, but you just say Hondoch. Right. And do like a weird noise. <laughs> nice. And so you get there. It's a beautiful mm. day. It's a beach and there's nobody in the sea. And Steve well, thinks... Yeah, no, it's less of a Off beach. Off we go. It's more the, no, there's more of like a ladder into the sea, like a cove. There's less of a sort of sandy beach thing, sort mm. of thing. So, you know, those lads just doing backflips off there. They were British as well. Yeah. And <laughs> no, of course they were. Unsurprisingly. They were only about 10. But, um, yeah. So, yeah, we've got the app now, so we just have a little look. And, and how, did you, how did you uh, get Sally Lindsay to wee on you? Well, this is the thing. That is not a thing. You don't do a green thing. That is not... No, it's not a thing. Oh. They say over here, you get out, you scrape it with a credit card, and then you put vinegar on it, but the scraping with the credit card is also wrong. So they leave little... It's really specific little, as well. 
You know, when I've got flat, a debit card. You, I'm afraid that won't, yeah, no, that won't do. Don't so. accept that over here. No, <laughs> won't accept that over here. American Express. Card. No, that won't. It's not going to work. We don't take Amex. Sorry, <laughs> but I think you just you don't do anything. You just spray vinegar on it, and it melts the little things that will, um, you know, if you scrape them, will pop instantly. So you got to take vinegar to the beach with you. Well, the the what they're called the sort of lifeguards have got it. Oh, okay. And they're literally just sat there, and everybody's walking past and going, "Any jellyfish?" And they're going, "No." Yeah, right. no. That's all anybody asks. And a jellyfish. <laughs> or you could take your chips as well. You got any vinegar? Yeah, fish, chips and jellyfish. Well, I went to the, we went for a meal after, and I was like, is there anything that looks, I had to have, like, octopus. I thought, I want something that looks like a jellyfish, just so I can get me revenge. I'm going to eat that. I'm going <laughs> to eat the thing that looked like the thing that means my leg is burning. Jelly and ice cream, please, sir. Yes, and a jelly. And also, the, the word jellyfish, not a lot of people know it over here. They call it something else. So the driver was telling me, he went down there, he went, any jellyfish? They went, yeah, loads of fish. You go over there, there's uh, colourful ones. And you were like, no, no. Jellyfish I'm after, not fish. I know there's fish in the sea. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Jason Manford. Absolute radio. Where real music matters. I just had an annoying thing happen, Steve. What? So I, I got into Victoria Station... And uh, then I had to get the tube over to uh, Golden Square to Oxford Circus. Um, mm-hmm. And I was starving, starving. So, yeah. you know, you've got to try and make a decision at a train station to try and find something yeah. relatively healthy. Which one were you at? I was at Victoria, so there's quite a few options there, Sorry. to be fair. Good options. But yeah. there is still McDonald's, Burger King, you know, they're trying to w- lure you in. Um, yeah. I ended up at Itsu, you know, the uh, fish yeah. Japanese sushi place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So... Got myself a bit of salmon sashimi mm-hmm. and some uh, gyoza, hot uh, yeah. chicken and uh, whatever. Anyway, it's not important. That's not the important bit. <laughs> Turn into like a dad where I'm giving you the full details yeah. of did something you use that's not. Did you or... to... How many napkins did you get? <laughs> <laughs> I used the char. I've seen the fork. Um, yeah. So I've, I've eaten it quickly, and then I've sort of I thought right, I'll just walk towards the, t- the tube. Whack this stuff in the bin, get on the tube, and then off I go to mm. to uh, to Oxford Circus. Steve, did I find a bin? I was just about to say you won't find a bin. No, near any train station. Did or not find a bin. In London. No. I ended up walking with just two smelly, empty packets mm-hmm. for about half an hour, twenty-five minutes. Yeah, yeah. He got he struggled to find one. There's no bins on yeah. the underground. There's no bins on the actual trains. There's no bins when you get yeah. there. And why, Steve? Why are there no bins? Well, I imagine it's like a bomb thing. Isn't exactly, it? terrorists. Yeah. Mm. Terrorists. Yeah. Now we we I heard President Bush back in the day say we can't let the terrorists win. Mm. Yeah. What if this is what they wanted? Yeah. If, if all, all they wanted all along, they saw that keep Britain tidy sign, they went. Oh, we saw that. They, that. that they wanted just right mild and and what if their death to the West was actually just mild annoyance, like a death by a thousand paper cuts, like loads of just little yeah. things. And yeah, 40 minutes in a queue at the airport as well. <laughs> that was it. That was the plan all along. Maybe that's what the plan has been all along. Yeah. It's, it was so annoying. And, and people are looking at me as well going, who brings Susie on a train? I was like, I wasn't planning to. Yeah. I was trying to find a no, bin. I think I've sort of, I've got a good idea where the nearest bins are now. You know, oh, right, just in general. London. It's, like, it's like, like where you need to know where the nearest toilet is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Use. I think I've got an idea where there's a bin. You go, oh, okay. So I'm annoying. Road, go down there. These, like, yeah. tourists looking at me like I was the like I was scum of the earth. I was like, don't blame me, mate. Blame the terrorists. Which is a weird mm, thing to say on a tube. Yeah, it is really, yeah. 
was awkward. But uh, anyway, got there in the end and I did not litter. Don't litter, kids. From the darkest recesses of the minds of Jason Manford's listeners, queries from the Okay, so Steve, uh, we've got some relationship advice this week. Finally. Yeah, finally. finally. It's happening. It's happening for us. Okay, I reckon there's okay. something in it. So this is if it's, if you've got any problems, it doesn't have to be relationship, it could be could be work related, could be matters of the heart, it could be uh, something with your neighbours, absolutely anything. We're looking for you to, to help you. That's what we we've got a lot of experience That's means. What we're here for. Yeah, yeah. Between the two of us we can solve pretty much any problem. Pretty much anything. Well, we certainly have a good go That's at what it. Yeah. Uh, this is from Shelley, Steve. Okay. And she's put Hi Jason and Steve. I have a bedroom question for you if you are inclined to answer. Oh dear. Okay, I just blushed. Carry on. <laughs> oh. Shelley. I've started seeing a new fella. But when we mm-hmm. get down to the intimate part, he keeps breaking wind. It's been four or five times now, and I just don't oh. know how to bring it up. Any advice? Hmm. Oh. Okay. Right. Okay. Mm. Now, oh, this is a tough one. This is not as sexy as I thought it was going to be, Steve. I thought it was going to be a sexy question. <laughs> no, I did as well. When he said bedroom intimate yeah, question. Yeah, oh, like, oh, it's going to be something. A, and they want our... Yeah, they want our advice to Lotharios, well-known Lotharios. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, I thought it was going to be something about the pleasure of a good woman, Steve, and uh, it's just no. It's just a fellow who keeps fine in the middle of having sex. <laughs> <laughs> she's obviously oh, gone. So she's she's lying yeah. there one day. He's her. She's like, right, Jason and Steve, okay. they'll sort this out. Yeah, it's 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 not during. It's after. Well, it just the- says when we get when we get down to it. Yeah, that's like you know when you you know when you go to a heritage steam line it, when the train starts moving. Mm. When it just starts. Oh, I see. Do you think? Yeah, but you, you should have I mean? contr- enough control. Speed, and then it. Woo, woo, you know, like <laughs> I mean, if he's doing those noises, he needs to go. Yeah. <laughs> All aboard, love. <laughs> Why the North Pole? Of course. I don't know. Yeah, not the South Pole. No. The, um... <laughs> <laughs> right. I would say. Um, for, well, firstly, what's he doing? Yeah. Because you should have enough control of your mm. bits down there, your sphincter and whatnot, to because uh, you're, you're you're relating it to the steam train there, Steve. Once the steam train gets going, it's Get momentum. That's yeah. not. But as a fella, and I'm, I don't mean every fella here, but generally you're if you're in control of the motion of the ocean, aren't you? So if yeah, if you yeah. can feel one brewing, yeah. you you sort of stop, slow down, or yeah, I don't know. Maybe I think I just heard a it's fox outside asked, or whatever, you know. Yeah, or do a little cough. Oh, excuse me. <clears throat> I know, but sometimes... Have you ever got it wrong? Have you ever got it like the two noises? Just the time. It's just you've tried to cough ahead. to cover the fart, but all you've done is yeah. coughed and then farted. Yeah. <clears throat> you coughed in their face and then farted. <laughs> <laughs> Which, in the current climate, is, is not a good thing no, to do. No, people would rather so the we've Trump, We've spoken yeah. about this before, though. When is the right time to... Trump in front of your partner. But it's not four or five into like it. Taken, I feel like he's taken this to another level. Um, well, I've got to say, Shelley, if he's doing it in it in the, fir- the first four mm. or five times of the relationship, delicate, I say bin it. I yeah, say bin him. Because, mm-hmm. if you you know, to not have the respect to not Trump in front of your partner for the first few months, it just watching telly. Mm. I mean, I yeah. you know, I used to go out. That was just sat on the sofa, mate. Not yeah, when I'm getting do down to the bump and grind. No. No. Oh, no. 
Do you know what I mean? Something wrong there. I, I, no, I think I, I think it's wrong. I think it's a it's a you know. Open and close, open and shut case, isn't it? Really? Well, it should be, but she, to be fair, Steve, the question she's asking is, how do I bring it up? Have you got any advice? Mm. She's not saying, okay. do I break up with him? We're, we've gone straight for the get rid. Yeah, but she's, he's, he, we don't know anything else about him, though. He okay, might be, like, let's Really right. good personality, you know. Right, I think the only way to, to fix this, Steve, really, is if I think we should probably role play it um, okay. and, and see if that helps. So uh, let's. Well, I'll go and get some glasses and some different trousers and I'll come back in as Jeff. You won't need trousers for this role play, my friend. Okay, well, the, the SKV might knock on any minute. <laughs> it's really, really hard to explain. <laughs> Let's role play this for Shelley. So we had uh, an email in for uh, from Shelley. You email me at jason at absoluteradio.co.uk. She said, we've got a, a, que- a bedroom question for you. I've started seeing you, fella, but when we get down to the intimate part, we, he keeps breaking wind. Uh, it's been four or five times now we don't have to bring it up. So we're going to try and role play this situation, Steve, okay. but we can have this conversation. Anyway. Right, let's Steve do a little role some... play, Steve. Okay. okay. I'll be okay. Shelley, right? Okay. And you're the fella. All right. Okay. Let's see what happens. Let's see where okay. we got to. Okay, let's. Go, we're going to call you Jeff. Jeff. Okay. okay. You're Jeff. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. So we've hey, just had. Well, we've lovely just. That was a lovely meal, wasn't it? All oh, right, you're going for the meal. I was going to say we just. Yeah, had we're sex, just finishing Steve. the meal. No, no. I thought it's during sex. It happens during sex, so I think this is afterwards. We've got to go. Oh, and it's happened again. Okay. So me oh, and you, okay. we've just had we're, sex, Steve. I thought we were going to role play sex. I thought we were going to do full <laughs> night. <laughs> Twenty past eight in the morning. Um, Right, here we go. <coughs> oh, gosh. Well, that was fun. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Feels so much better there. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, Jeff? Yeah? We've had sex four or five times Can now. Can I just say something mm-hmm. really quickly? That meal we had was lovely. But those, I think, sprouts before I go to bed and, and mm. the broccoli. Oh. Sometimes, anyway, you probably didn't even notice. Well, but, I did, um, actually. I don't know if you saw what? me dry retching halfway through... I did notice that. I thought you were just enjoying it. No, that's the opposite. <laughs> um, <clears throat> what it is, I've noticed, I mean, we've only had, you know, we've only done it four or five times now. Um, oh, sorry. But um, <laughs> I've just noticed when we get to the intimate part, mm-hmm. you, you keep trumping. Have you noticed really? that? Have you noticed you doing that? Oh, I'm mortified. No, I, I had no idea that was happening. Okay. Absolutely none. Okay, well, look. To be honest, I thought it was you, and I didn't want to say anything. That was me. You cheeky get. <laughs> <laughs> it was you, you dirty get. Get out. Out of my bed, out of my life. Okay, yeah. I think we all we come to the same conclusion no matter it, yeah, what happens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get rid, Shell. Hey, Steve, the world's funniest joke has been revealed by scientific oh. experts. Because oh, if there's, they're, they're, I don't know if you think they look funny. like funny guys. Yeah, they're, yeah, the science guys, scientists. No one knows funny, but there's nothing funnier than the pie chart. Oh, they're hilarious, Steve. Yeah. Okay. They're okay. so funny. What is it? Uh, a scientist has put their hard-earned PhD to good use and officially discovered the world's funniest joke. I mean, the world's literally on fire, <laughs> guys. Yeah. How's it getting uh, on with the global warming and all global that? Global warming, COVID. Do you want to fix know, all that stuff? Done an algorithm for jokes. Okay. Uh, well you done. done. You were on the... Yeah, yeah, well done. Psychologist Dr Richard Wiseman set the study through website Laugh Lab in 2001, where over the course of a year he invited 1.5 million people uh, across the world to rate five randomly selected jokes out of the database of 40,000. The results are in. He set it up in 2001. That can't be right. 
That must be a misspell. No, he must put twenty twenty one. I think someone's put a misspelling there. Unless it's taken well, him twenty one years. Assume he's been doing twenty one years. Twenty one years. Hard work. He's put his life into it. <laughs> okay, well, pressure's on, mate. I wouldn't okay. open with it. <laughs> um, so the best joke in the world. So it's not a not not joke or anything like that. It's this one. Uh, two hunters are out in the woods when one of them collapses. He doesn't seem to be breathing and his eyes are glazed. The other guy oh, whips out. His, what's that? Gone a bit dark. It's gone already. a bit dark, and it crikey, Richard. Uh, the, the world was a different place in 2001, Steve. Yeah, yeah. The other guy whips out his phone and calls the emergency services. He gasps, "My friend is dead. What can I do?" The operator says, "Calm down. I can help. First, let's make sure he's dead." There is silence. Then a shot is heard. Back on the phone, the guy says, "Okay, now what?" Okay. I mean, it's good, but it's factually incorrect. That's what would bother me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that doesn't bother me. I bothers it doesn't me. always bother me. The operator wouldn't say, let's make sure he's dead. No, that's not the that's phrase. That's not a phrase. Is the, patient, is the patient breathing? Yeah. Is the phrase, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, you'd have to be an idiot as well to think he meant that, really. I mean, don't get me wrong, jokes are populated by idiots, but... Mm. Yeah. Uh, Wiseman said the joke came out on top because of its universal appeal. Uh, also, we find jokes funny, uh, Wiseman says, for lots of different reasons. They sometimes make us feel superior to others, reduce the emotional impact of anxiety-provoking situations, or surprise us because of incongruity. The Hunter's joke contains all three elements. I believe comedy tastes vary so widely because humour isn't about setups or punchlines. Instead, it's about the kick of the discovery, thinking one way and then suddenly turning that thinking around. I mean, for a man who's discovered comedy for the last 21 years, he sounds dull as dishwater. Is he on at Edinburgh this year? Is he doing a show? <laughs> These are jokes my computer created. <laughs> it's not even as good as the squirrel joke. That's the best uh, one. No, it's not as good as the squirrel joke. Do you know what I mean? as good as... I thought, I thought they were pickled onions. It's I not thought not pickled onions. <laughs> yeah, it's one of your mushrooms. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there's loads of better there's loads ones. Of them. Yeah, there's loads of better ones. <laughs> why, is the, why is the squirrel swimming on his back? Keep his nuts dry. Keep his nuts dry. I mean, yeah. that's that's better than that one. Also, what, the, no, no. An, what about the other hunter joke where they're running away from the lion and one of them starts putting his trainers on and he says, you can't outrun yeah. a lion. He says, I'm not trying to outrun a lion, I'm trying to outrun you. You know what I mean? That's, yeah. that's better. Better. Better already. Oh, wise man. Hunt, hunters and guns, they're not funny topics. No, I mean, the first two senses, the guy died. I mean, crikey. Um, I would say that Wiseman has not discovered the secrets of comedy because there isn't one. No. Fundamentally. Uh, as I read once in a Jimmy Carr book, The Naked Jape, uh, where he said that uh, trying to work out why something is funny is like dissecting a frog to see how it works. Once you dissect it, it ain't funny anymore. Oh, Billy Connolly says it's like pulling wings off angels, isn't it? <laughs> there it you is. go. There you go. This is... Music matters. Steve, Hello. enjoying the sunshine in uh, Goza. Gozo. Gozo. What's wrong with me? I've got, a, I've got an absolute block on that. That's I don't all. Know where Goza is. I don't know what Goza is. is. It, is it it's like in... Gaza, I'm thinking. I think it's, I think it's in Generia. I think it must be in Generia. There's a little, uh, there's a tiny <laughs> island, isn't there, in, in Generia? Oh, I'll keep forgetting about that, of course. That's what you're thinking of. Uh, beautiful place. <laughs> beautiful. Gorgeous people. Um, so, yesterday, uh, we obviously had the hottest day. On record mm. in the UK. Yes. There was one point we were the hottest place in the world. I heard this, yeah. Because yeah. it I was mean, like night in yeah, places yeah, yeah. that are really hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that was the trick. 
<laughs> but at the one yeah, point, yeah, that was a treat. <laughs> what um, time was that? Does anyone know what time that was? I, was, yeah. I, I retold that story and I was like, uh, like 2.35, just making stuff Yeah, I'm, I'm not just making the full facts. But, uh, no, good. Well, I didn't, but I still no. told it. So I was, I was in Margate uh, last night and I had to, um, well, usually I'm being driven by Steve, uh, my uncle, um, but it was the yeah. hottest day of the year, Steve, and I just thought, you know what? I'll give him a day off. He's, he's, his daughter's off nursery. It's been a f- quite a grueling schedule through July, you know, driving for hours and hours. You know, on weekend we did Folkestone over to Newport and home in pretty much a day. Oh, okay. So I thought, you know what? <clears throat> I'd rather get the have train down. Off. Yeah, have a day off. Enjoy the, you know, enjoy the weather. I prefer getting the train down to London anyway. It takes half the time, and then have yeah. a little wander to St Pancras. Train over to Margate. I, I was getting like a train at like 11 o'clock as well, half 11 or something, so I thought, oh, loads of time, get to Margate, see a few friends, have a dip in the sea, do the gig, stay over. You know, like I, you know, you make plans like that in your head, and you think, great. Yeah, yeah. So I left hmm. Stockport. Uh, I was going to arrive in Margate at half four. Um, okay. Ended Good up... Time. Plenty of time. Oh, loads of time, loads of time. Anyway, aircon stopped working in one of the carriages. I was like, hmm. Mention it to the manager. Um, he was like, yeah, yeah, going to get that fixed actually at rugby. So we stopped at rugby. 15 minutes he came over, proper mank on the tannoy. Going to just fix this air, come for you and everybody. 15 minutes. So, okay, yeah. no problem. Then while we were at the station, we get another uh, update. Um, sorry, everybody, uh, just up ahead near Milton Keynes, a tree has fallen on the track. So it's going to be a 30 minutes oh. delay. Okay. okay. At this point, I'm still thinking it's fine. You plenty know what I mean? of time. Plenty of time. Plenty yeah. of time. Still got plenty of time. I was also doing. Right, I can't go Dreamland now. I can't go Dreamland <laughs> Dream- back and still. I'm probably not going to get 18 holes of crazy golf in. Yeah, um, I just do. I just do half. I'll just do. I'll yeah, just do a quick nine. Stop at the windmill. Just yeah, quick yeah, nine yeah. straight to the bar. Yeah. Um, then he comes back on. Uh, the tree that I mentioned half an hour ago is now on fire. Oh dear. Uh, okay. okay. <laughs> so. Okay. That was yeah, going to be an was, hour delay. Yeah. But what they forget, these train people, is we've got the internet. So we can mm, yeah. Google things. We can go on Twitter and we can find out what other people are saying about it. Literally, yeah. on Twitter, they were going, no trains are going to be running today. But on our train, yeah. they were going, I reckon about an hour. About an hour. Did you find his Twitter feed? We got just told a load of mugs <laughs> that the train is going to be half an hour late. But I know the train's blocked. So, train gets cancelled, we come out, it's like, you know, one of those films where everyone's just at an airport or whatever and it's just like, and it's red hot and people are screaming yeah. and shouting and crying and, and, and people who have managed to get, like, Ubers or local taxis are now, like, the king of the, of the, of the foyer. Yeah, they've got their pick and choose, haven't they? Yeah, they can say, they go, I've yeah, got four spaces in mine. Yeah, and you're going, look, I've got, I've got a gig to do, I've got kids. <laughs> and you're just appealing, you're trying to find the best, you know. It did become like that. So anyway, I, ca- I catch this bloke, he's got a cab, he's going to Houston, the driver's outside, he's like, mm. right, it's 60 quid each for six of you to get from rugby to... Probably cheaper than the train. Houston. I, mean, I was thinking, I'm fine with that. We cross over the yeah. road, it's £70. By the time we get to the car, it's £90 each. It was incredible. What's happened there? Well, fuel costs are rising all the time, Steve. Yeah, OK. Um, so, right. you know, within five just minutes... Even just while you cross the road? Just while we crossed the road, it went up 30 quid each. Oh, it's not his fault, is it? It's just tax, isn't it? No, no, it's you just know. the law, isn't it? Yeah, that's the way the world is at the minute. And then on my way there, this um, girl starts crying. 
And, and I can't help it, Steve. This is right, cr- you did he go, stop, stop crying, we're already in the cab. No, no, no she was... stuff about your nan. <laughs> she wasn't part of the you group. don't need her anymore. Oh, OK, sorry. No, I was walking past her. <laughs> no, okay. was, I was walking past her. Oh, she's good. And she was crying. <laughs> and I'm like, I try not to look, Steve, because I've got to get to oh, Margate. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can't help it. I said, oh, yeah. you all right? She's like, it's just been four days of this. And I'm just trying to get back to see my mum. You know, I've got to fly. And I'm going to miss my flight now. And I was like, mm hmm, mm hmm. I was thinking, we can all, f- we can all cry. You know what yeah, I mean? We've all got a sob story, love. If only I could muster a tear for not getting to yeah. Margate. No, we haven't got any dehydrated. You've got nothing left. Nothing, anyway. Just a grain of rock sort will drop out. You've roll down your chin. Exactly. I said, that car is going to, is going to London. Do you want my space on it? She was like, yeah. I said, it's 100 quid. Uh, no, I didn't. I let him down. It's just gone up. It's gone up, <laughs> it's gone up again. <laughs> so I gave, I gave my space to this, this girl, fine, whatever. She, I've also, you know, yeah. I, I, I couldn't live with myself, Steve, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. Even though I'm sure she, as, as the car drove away, I was expecting her just to see me, like, just smiling. Laughing and waving laughing, in the window. <laughs> laughing. Yes. <laughs> like they're doing soap operas again. I love you forever, babe. And then they all come and over the shoulder, they go, new little face. Your little face to come like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, anyway, I am in the end. I find a cab driver. He won't go to London. This fella. He's like, I'm not going to London. People keep coming up to his to his window. I said, mate, can you just take me anywhere that's not here? I just figured if I can, at least if I can just get a bit mm. further east, uh, yeah. you know, southeast, then at least I'll be away from here, and then I'll have me pick of cabs and things yeah, to. Yeah. I just uh, out of rugby. You know what I mean? Mm. That was my plan. So. He he wouldn't take me as far as Milton Keynes, Steve. Um, but he uh, he took me to Northampton. So I got to Northampton. Okay. You're moving down slowly, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, move very slowly. And that point, there's a thing, there's an app. I don't know if you know this app. It's like Airbnb, but for cars. No. Yeah, there's, there's an app, and it's called it's called Turo. It's like Airbnb, but for uh, for, for, for mini cars. cabs. No, for cars. Right, so right. like, if you've got a car and it's just sat in your driveway and you think I'm not driving, oh yeah, you. okay. You can just put your car on there, and people can rent the. You can't. They can just drive off in it. Oh, that's a good idea. Sort of a good idea. Does it work in this country? No, we'll find out. Know. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. People can't be trusted in the UK. You know that. Um, yeah. But I just thought, you know what, I'll do. So I, I book one. The guy's got a Jaguar. I thought, fine. 150 quid a day. Fine. Uber's trying to charge me 300 quid or whatever, 400 quid to get to market. Yeah. So I, I, I messaged him. Can you ring me? I, said, I ring the guy. He says, the thing is, somebody reversed into it. Uh, yesterday, oh. and it needs no, to go no, for no, its no. MOT tomorrow. So I can, you can no still way. have it. <laughs> so now you're all right, mate. No, you're all right. Yeah, yeah. For the car that's not MOT. I'll, I'll leave that. I'll leave that with the back all smashed in. Nah. I end up managing to get a local minicab in Northampton to take me to uh, to take that for for two hundred and ten pounds from Northampton to Margate. But you, he's in a Prius, Steve. Which, as you know, I hate. They're the worst cars in the world. Um, yeah. And uh, he, he's like, he, he's like, I'm not open. He said, I can, can you put the aircon on? I said, can you mm. put the aircon on? I said, he said, no, no aircon. I've not got enough power because it's you no know, half battery in it. The old Prius. Half battery, yes, hybrid. I said, it, yeah. I'm giving you 210 quid, mate. Put the aircon on. I said, like, he's like, it's not too bad. I went, it's not too bad. At some point, <laughs> the, in the hottest day on record. Anyway, in the end, I managed to convince him to, to put the aircon on for a little bit. And we got there, 7.24 we turned up. At one point, I went that along the A2, Steve. It was literally on fire. 
You can find it online. Uh, the yeah, A2 to I saw Dartford. It yesterday on Twitter, yeah. yeah. And I was looking out the window. I, I tapped him on the shoulder. I said, Can we get the aircon on now, pal? The road's literally nope. on fire. Yeah, no, no, no. Keep the windows open. <laughs> Keep the windows open, you'll be fine. Got there, 7.24, got on stage, 7.32, boom, smashed it. Great gig. Lovely. So that was my uh, that was my epic journey to uh, to Margate, um, and at some point today I've got to try and get back <laughs> back to Manchester. Good luck. Wish me luck. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. So it seemed only right, Steve, this morning to chat about uh, the worst journey that you've ever had. Yeah, seemed makes like, sense. Seemed like a good option after I'd had one. You know me, still like to turn anything into a feature. Exactly, easy. Lynn Gamble uh, says, mm. 32 hours, Bali to Kuala Lumpur, Kuala Lumpur to Bangkok, okay. then to Abu Dhabi, and then to Gatwick. Oof, it's a long way around, isn't it? Car was at Heathrow, so coach from Gatwick to Heathrow, then a drive home to West Midlands, had a terrible cold, and the airline kept arguing with my vegetarian husband that he hadn't booked a veggie meal at every meal, even though it was on our paperwork and it was the same crew. And they had spare mm. veggie meals. <laughs> Same crew, I like that. Same crew. You again. <laughs> I've told you, I know you've said, you've said you're a vegetarian. I can see them there. No, I'm afraid yeah, not, yeah. sir. That's a carrot over there, I can see a carrot. They've been pre-booked by a vegetarian, sir. Yeah. I am a vet. I've got the paperwork. No, no, no. No, no. We had a fellow on the last flight who said exactly the same thing. <laughs> it looked a bit like you. That actually. was me! <laughs> Every time. Every time. I worked out yesterday. My journey was nine hours long. I could have gone to Barbados. Yeah, he could have done, yeah. And it would have been as hot. <laughs> would have been colder. Would have been colder, actually. Do you not think, though, like, British, the British sun is just angrier than, like, when you're abroad? I know you're in shorts and you've got a pina colada in your hand and all that when you're abroad, mm, but... Sat by a pool. Yeah, You've got to go to work, have you? You've got to clean the house, have you? You've got to do all that when you're abroad. I just think the British sun's got... He's angrier. It's just like a little chip on his shoulder and he's here. Yeah. I mean, yeah. oh, here you go. Right. Helen measures... Want some sun, do you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, have a bit of this then. Do you want a bit of sunstroke? No. Well, you're having it. We're having it. Helen Measures uh, says, coming back from Istanbul, the taxi driver to the airport took a very long detour to pick up his brother. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, I just got to pick up my brother first. Mm, I don't think so, mate. That's not how taxis work. I've had a lot of that recently because I was flying backwards and forwards to Dublin. Whenever he picked me up at Gatwick, he'd pull out and he'd go, I've just got to get some petrol here. And he'd stop and get some petrol. I hate that. One that's right. I was like, come on, mate. I come want to on, get mate. home. You've, I mean, t- t- cab drivers, you've got to do petrol on your own time. Yeah, you can't do that on this. No, that's, that's not, not fair. fair. That's not fair. Um, my husband took ill in the departure lounge and was sick three times. Couldn't get on the plane because a lady fell headfirst down the escalator. Oh, my Lord. The woman at the side of me saw the blood and passed out. Someone then took ill on the plane. Then when we came to land, as the wheels touched down on the runway, we took straight off again and had to circle the airport for another 20 minutes. That's terrifying. She said, I also just remembered that he picked up his brother. The taxi driver took us on a tour of the neighbourhood so he could show us where another brother lived and then his sister <laughs> and then on to his mum's house. <laughs> yeah. So this is my mum's house. Um, Mate, I'm not picking her up today. I'm picking her up tomorrow. Yeah, no, no. But let's just show you because it's, it's a, No, it's lovely. There's a little Ooh. pizza restaurant around here. I don't feel gorgeous. so good, love. <laughs> All right, just shut up. Have a vine leave. <laughs> I think that I think I must have got a bit of taxi karma yesterday because an old clip resurfaced on uh, on social media yesterday from about nine years ago. You know, no jokes yeah. are ever dead, are they? 
They're all just yeah, sat they're, there they're waiting to cancel you. Recorded somewhere, aren't they? Yeah. 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 And uh, but mine one was about black cabs in London, and it was just a th- it was just a little very innocuous sort of throwaway comment where I said it's the only city in the world where it depends on where the driver lives before he'll. Oh yeah, yeah. He won't go all the way out there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, when yeah. at night when you go, "Hey, mate, I'm just going to uh, Croydon." He's like, "Ah, sorry, pal, I live in Barnet." You're like, "I'm not yeah. sure how that's relevant, but yeah, you can tell me yeah, about it on the way to Croydon yeah, if you like." Yeah. yeah. And then you can drive home after yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, but no, that was not... That I think that's what it was. It was taxi karma. That's it. It's the worst type of karma. Oh, I didn't tell you about the other thing that happened to me yesterday, Steve, in, this, in that whole what? melee. There was a point where I, I went on Twitter. I was so desperate. I went on Twitter and I just put, um, if there's anybody in rugby who will let me lend their Was car, rugby the worst bit of your journey? Yeah, was rugby that was, that was the bit. That was yeah. hell. It really was. I mean, it's a, it's a bottleneck as well. It's, yeah, it's exactly. It's a big so it old just, station. Yeah, of course. And then a train from Liverpool stopped there as well. Mm. And we and it was all oh. the, all these manks were there and then suddenly we were just engulfed with scousers as well. It was like this it was a, a tinderbox, Steve. Yeah, and in that heat. <laughs> in that heat. It's not good. It is could it? have gone as soon as we Hey, can we get a can we get a taxi around here? Oh no, they're here, quick, get out, get out. Quick, get on the taxi, quick. That's why that tree caught on fire. <laughs> Tinderbox. <laughs> um, but there was a moment where I just put on Twitter, has anyone got a car like I could borrow? I was thinking, I'll just lend it. I'll drive, and I'll yeah. drive back. And that's how desperate I was. Um, and a, a nice fella that's said... reasonable. Yeah, I thought so. Anyway, a nice fella uh, on uh, on Twitter said... Um, Oh, Jace, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll come over and drive. At this point, I thought I'd probably just get to Cambridge. He went, I can drive to Cambridge uh, if you want. A nice fellow called Rich, uh, Rich Bishop, he's called, which sounds like a description. But Yeah, Rich, and he's going to Cambridge as well. <laughs> yeah, Rich Bishop. Um, he sent me a lovely message just to say, I'm in rugby, I'm happy to drive you uh, some of the way. I can't get all the way to Margate, but I can help uh, if you want. And so I, at that point, I just went, yeah, all right, mate. Do you know what, actually, I'll take that. Can you get me to near Cambridge? And he said, yeah, no, mm. but I'm, I'm on my way. Um, in the meantime, I'd had the whole thing with the taxi and the crying girl. And, and the crying lady, yeah. yeah. All that. Managed to get another cab and uh, and then got this other cab. He wouldn't go all the way to London, but would do that. Uh, he sent me a message at, like, I don't know, R3 or something like that, just saying... Um, I'm outside. I'm outside the station now. I was already. Okay. I was already, already my, gone. I was already in my cab. Yeah. Um, so I messaged him back saying, "Mate, thanks so much. What a lovely thing to do." I said, "I've actually bailed and I've got. Um, I've got a cab uh, to, to Cambridge." I said, "But email me off my website. I'll sort you out some free tickets for being a good Samaritan. What a nice, you know, what a mm. nice thing to do. That's not that's yeah. it. The headline out of everything I went through yesterday. Right, the headline. There was a headline, mate. The Daily Mail. I've got nothing to talk about. The headline yesterday, yeah. out of everything I talked about, and I mentioned all the stuff that I've told you, you know, the journey, the air con, yeah. the, the road on fire, trees on fire, uh, you know, rugby, scousers. Everything. Uh, everything. Yeah. I mentioned everything. I did a whole running commentary for the full day. People were following it. We were having a laugh. We were having a bit of banter. Daily Mail. Jason Manford bails on a fan's offer to drive into a dig, a gig. Yeah, despite that's, that's ble- what I got from that. <laughs> pleading for help after nightmare journey. Um... Saw his train cancelled due to chaos caused by UK heatwave. I've got to say, snappy, snappy headline. Yeah, I think that's uh, the news story, though, isn't it? The but yeah, that I, ba- that I bailed. <laughs> I bailed on a bailed guy. Bailed on him. Not that I said thanks and offered him free tickets. None no, of that. And everything else that happened. Not, or just, none of that. Just or bailing. Went, also went through like such a nightmare to make sure that I got to a gig because I, I knew there was a thousand people 
like waiting for us who've been waiting for two and a half years. None of this gets mentioned in the Daily Mail article. No. Um, and, and I would have cancelled that gig as well, but it, the Margate's closing, so I thought, no, I've got to get there because there's no way I can even postpone it. But no, no. Yeah. Daily Mail went for it. Bailed. Bailed, Steve. And bails in capital letters as well, so that's worse than like lowercase oh, bailing. Worse. That, yeah, you shout that bit, don't if you? If you, you uppercase bail on someone, yeah. you are that's scum. Bad. Absolute, absolute score. Jason Manford. Absolute radio. Where real music matters. I asked on social media about your nightmare journeys, whether you've had one that could rival mine. People have beaten mine quite quite viciously, yeah. Steve. Crikey. Vicky yeah, Thomason. Yeah, yeah. Travelling to France by coach in year eight in 1998. Our coach went under a bridge that was too low and smashed into it, crushing all the oh top my. deck. A miracle oh, no awful. one was injured. I mean, you see yeah. it on the news sometimes, don't you? But Yeah. My oh, goodness. Dear. She said, I was top deck and all I remember was a loud crash and all the windows smashing. The teachers were on the bottom and they said they thought they'd be coming up to find us all dead. <laughs> wow. Thanks, miss. All right. Thanks, miss. What a lovely, what a lovely thing to say. Oh, wow. <laughs> Soft for your old dead. Oh, gosh, thank goodness for that. I'm thinking about the paperwork of it. Yes. Imagine yeah, how much enough marking to do as it is, but I can't be doing all this as well. <laughs> dead, dead, dead application forms. Uh, Zoe wow. Galbraith, uh, 30 hours on a boat in the North Sea. 30 hours. The journey was meant to be 14 hours overnight, but the storm was so bad it took 30. We had seven and 10-year-old daughters with us. None of us great sailors. Ouch. No. Kids on a boat is never good as well as kids, kids on a, on a ferry. Because you just think they're going to go to sleep, don't you, at mm. normal time, but they don't, do they? Never going to happen. Never going to happen. Put them in his pyjamas. He'll, he'll drop off <laughs> yeah, that'll bit. be cute. Oh, the, general, the, the gentle rocking motion. Yeah, that old lull him to, oh, why is there a bloke dressed as a tiger coming over? Why are you doing here, mate? It's one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Don't excite him now. Polly Wells uh, got stuck in Kathmandu. Got stuck oh, in Kathmandu. <laughs> rest, rest of the group went into Chitwan, and I had to travel alone in a few days to meet up with them. Airplane, tiny thing, went round in circles on runway because it could only get one engine at a time to work. Yeah, leave it. I'd leave it, mate. Yeah, I get an Uber. It's all right. I get an Uber. You need to get to Chitwan, mate. I've just Chitwan myself, so I'm, fine. I'm absolutely <laughs> fine to be honest. It'll be all right in a minute. It's just that one of the engines isn't working. One of the what? <laughs> nah, you, you're all right. Do you need both of those or? Uh, I don't think so. I've, I've only been flying about two weeks, but I don't think so. Uh, landed at Chitwan. Uh, got picked up by a pre-arranged driver in a Jeep open-top pickup who had a few errands to run en route. This keeps happening, doesn't oh, it? Oh, of course he has, yeah. He collected a barrel... I've got to do a safari tour. I've got to do a safari tour. <laughs> Just stay in the back. Hold that gun. I'll be two seconds. <laughs> he collected a barrel of petrol and a barrel of diesel, which were in the back next to her. <laughs> We drove towards the camp. The jungle was like a wall of blackness as we got closer. We oh, drove God. in fading light towards it. It got dark. Every time we went over a bump, the Jeep lights went out. That's good. But you can't even light a match either, see where you're going. No. In, between your, in between your petrol and your diesel. diesel. Until we went over another and they come back on. So they go off on one bump and they yeah. come on Is on the next. one coming up in a minute. It'll be fine. Oh, no, that's the tree. Sorry. <laughs> All the time I was expecting the petrol to explode, driving through the jungle in the dark. Arrived at camp, walked to my thatched tent, only to discover that the tent next to mine was out of use. Huge rips in the side due to last night's female tiger attack. Oh, my 
thought this is worse than your Margate trip. This that is, is worse than the Margate trip to this, yeah. <laughs> no, no, yours is the one next to that, love. Well, what's yeah. wrong with this one? That uh, attacked by a tiger mm. last night. Yours will be all right, though. Attacked by a tiger. Yeah, it'd be fine. Just right next to it. He went, well, I think he's behind yours. He, he went, like, he'd be behind there, I think. Yeah. He'd be right. Yeah, he'd be fine, don't we? They, they very rarely come back to the same place. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the boss has just walked in, Steve, into the neighbouring studio. Oh, okay. So we never oh, have okay. to deal with this, do we? Because we either do it remotely or we're on a Sunday. Yeah, yeah. There's the eyeball in you. Well, yeah, he's, he's sort of he's smiling, but you know, and he's like his mouth smiling, he's but checking he's, what you're doing. Yeah, but his eyes are like, not. Is he doing anything there? He's not yeah. smizing, Steve. No, he's not smizing. He's smiling with his eyes. He's not just... smiling with his eyes. No. Um, anyway, well, let's just let's just carry on as, as normal. Let's just talk, do more of that, that um, the bad bad uh, travelling stories. Hmm. Because they're, they're good. They're not going to get us in trouble with Ofcom or anything. Okay, um, here we go. Claire Smith says, when I was on my way home to the airport to return home, I was trapped on a mountain in Marmaris for three hours whilst it was on fire. Oh, hang on. We might have a winner here. Then I arrived at the airport to find I'd had my passport stolen that day and replaced with a purple pretend piece of cardboard. I love that extra detail. So you wouldn't notice. You wouldn't even yeah. notice. Yeah, All day you you're just walking know. around in a bit of cardboard. Yeah. I know, no, it's got not. It, I've got it in my pocket, I've got it in my pocket, got it in my pocket, definitely got it, got it, got it, got it. Stranded at the airport, travelled alone, with no money, no passport and no phone due to it being 1996. That's a shame, when it's before things were invented. Yeah, uh, that's the worst time to travel. <laughs> terrible time to travel. Uh, cried my way into a shared taxi back to the resort two hours away and slept on the beach until the morning. It was the weekend, so the embassy wasn't open. That's handy, isn't it? Thanks, Embassy. Yeah, that's good, yeah. We close at weekends. I spent five days trying to sort out my passport by fax <laughs> to get home. Oh, my goodness. You forget oh, what it was like in the olden days, don't you? Yeah. You can't just get hold of somebody oh, on Twitter. And you don't even know if they've read the fax. You don't get the blue ticks on a fax, do you? You don't get no. the two blue ticks. You don't know, you don't know if it's no got idea. there. Or... No idea. Somebody's uh, unplugged the fax machine to do a bit of hoovering. <laughs> Tracy Lawrence. Bit more domestic. Uh, school run once. It's normally a 15-minute journey. It took three hours, 90 minutes oh each way due to one of the main routes out of Ramsgate being closed due to an accident. Oh, can you imagine that? That's not you what you want. You just turn around and go back, isn't it? Yeah. By the time you get home, you've got to go and get home again. Absolutely pointless, yeah. Uh, Kate Wincher says, We missed our flights for our honeymoon because what should have been a four-hour drive to the airport took ten and a half hours. Had to sleep on the airport chairs overnight and wait for travel agents to open to book new ones. Luckily, it only made us a day late, but crikey. My goodness, oh, there's some... start to married life, is it? Not, not... Yeah, imagine you just took it as a as a sign. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think it's going to work this, to be honest, Jeff. Nah, leave this. It's all gone <laughs> against us, isn't it? <laughs> Another honeymoon story from Claire Pearson. Uh, 2010, we went to Paris and it was my first time on a plane. I was terrified. Fine on the way there, but on the w- day we were travelling home, the volcano erupted in Iceland and we got stranded in Amsterdam. Oh, yeah. Spent four days travelling back to Paris to get the boat to Dover. It was horrendous. I've not been on a plane since. Oh, dear. That'll wow. put you off a little bit, though, won't it? Yeah. It affected the rest of a life. Crikey. <sighs> My goodness. And finally, Sophie says, travelling from Berlin on a train that had been delayed multiple times. We were all very hot and sweaty with huge rucksacks and already not in a good mood. A woman sat down next to me and peeled a boiled egg. Tipping point. No. I think this might be the tipping point. She continued the journey, taking one bite out of the egg and then a bite out of an apple in the same mouthful. So sicko. What is wrong with you? Germans. 
<laughs> We're still allowed to say that, it's fine. Uh, even the thought of it turns my stomach. Longest journey ever, and she managed to hold on to this egg for the whole of it. How big were these mouthfuls? Oh, dear. That's Unbelievable. Horrendous. People can really spoil your day with food, can't they? I mean, yeah, but that's the combination and everything's wrong with that, isn't Apple it? Apple and egg at the same time, you fruitcake. Uh, it's hashtag bin chat. Hashtag bin chat. Hashtag bin chat. Steve, this week, Bin Chat gets to a fiery new level. Uh, now, a good friend of mine and Steve's uh, on uh, Insta yesterday uh, posted some pictures and videos of what was going on in her garden. In the craziness of the heat yesterday, um, wonderful actress uh, Faye McKeever joins us this, m- this morning. Good morning, Faye. Morning. Morning. Now, Faye. <laughs> in a in a nutshell, what happened? What happened? Um, I got up in the morning, went over to my house, watered my garden, um, and then about an hour and a half later, I get a frantic phone call from one of my neighbours telling me that my fence is on fire. So I bombed it back to mine, which was about a 10-minute drive. Um, I didn't know what I was going to say. I just knew that there was going to be firemen there. So that was the main reason why I bombed it That's down. That's why you're getting in back minutes. in time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's got a fireman, yeah. <laughs> Every cloud. Yeah. Anyway, I rock up and um, the fire has been put out, unfortunately, by the Cheshire Fire Police, uh, fire engine men, people yeah. at the time. So, um, but I, I was just left with no fence. So, so what um, happened? How did it start? So basically, where my garden is, it's adjacent to my other neighbour's garden, another one. Mm. But around my next door neighbour's garden, there's a ginnel where I put my bins, and also a neighbour uses um, uses it to put one of her green bins there as well. Mm. Now my green bin, I don't, I know, I know the colours of the bin changes throughout the UK. But yeah. where I live, my green bin is used for um, food. For food, yeah, yeah, food and garden waste. Um, mm. And the fire officer basically said that it could have been compost that is. Wow, so you're, so you're recycling, but we're trying to do a good thing, save the planet, save and the, the planet's planet. come at us. And you've set fire to the planet. Set fire to the planet, yeah. The yeah. planet's like, you're not doing enough to save me. I'm going to set your, bin, your, your recycling bins up. Of all the bins! I know, out of all the bins. The one that you're doing a good thing. Sure. Are you sure it's the compost bit, like the compost bin? You said it is a thing, and I was like, is there anything that I could have done to prevent this? Um, and he just said, well, we don't usually get 40 degrees heat. So he just said that with the heat being on it, I mean, the majority wow. of the day, them them bins are like, like shaded as well. So Yeah, but what have you been, eat- well, what have you been eating, Faye? Again. What have you been eating? eating that's got in that bin? <laughs> 40 degrees has hit it and it's I, gone. Um, I she, thought that I was she recently uh, retrained as a fire eater. There must be some, because on the show last week we learnt that pistachio nuts can cause fire. Bust, don't they? they rub together. The, the, the shells, garden waste, the, does, the does shells rub up, together. The garden waste does heat up. And in the heat and the heat, it's that's what's happened, isn't it? Yeah. I definitely didn't have any pistachio nuts. Well, one thousand percent. I don't know what was in my bin, but um, well, you'll never know now. It's a cinder. <laughs> yeah, I've just got like half a wheel left. God love it. I like just... my bins. So um, uh, now you just got a, there's no bins. You got to no. wait for the council to bring you a new bin. I mean, it's no bins, no fence. I've got no garden gate. My sun lounger is um, non-existent. Um, a few oh. plants have died. Oh. Yeah, 
I know. Um, but hey, you know, it could have been a lot worse and thank God my neighbours at the time were just um, frantically... I saw the photo on your Instagram. The, the garden was ablaze. <laughs> no, it was ablaze. Honestly, it was like a furnace. I mean, I didn't see I didn't see these flames, but like I said, the community, like, in my um, in my neighbourhood, they just... Um, bless, there's a couple called Mike and Anne. Anne was filling up um, this massive um, bucket of water and Mike was legging it with the water and just putting out the flames. Get a fence and out, get a fence out. As well, Jay. <laughs> like the Great Fire of London. It's like, like passing the buckets along. Thank God for the WhatsApp groups. I know, but you want, to see, you want to see my Twitter. It's going nuts and the stupidest of replies. So I put this tweet out to say about the, you know, what's happened. Mm. You know, and, the, and there's a guy, one guy has just turned around and said, as fit as you are, Faye, um, you're full of sh, basically. So I was like, you know... I'm not, the bin was. That's what went up. Usually I am. I've got IBS, Jase, but on this side, the fire officer... <laughs> it, say it was one of our bins, so... <laughs> but uh, earlier on, you said earlier on in the week you'd been a bit s- sceptical about the whole, you know, weather warnings and stuff Not like earlier that. earlier in the week, Jase, literally 15 minutes before this frantic phone call came through. <laughs> 15 minutes. I had, I had it come up on my watch. I am that watch idiot. Um, I had it come on my watch. Breaking news, breaking news. The weather... Um, is severe and there's, you yeah. know, there's warning issues throughout the UK about, um, about fires. And I was like, oh, here we go again. <laughs> yes, yeah, snowflake Britain. Nonsense, idiots. nonsense. Um, Have you then, seen this one's yeah. on my phone? Oh, it's gone off. It's going to shut down because it's too hot. See <laughs> <laughs> <Do> you again. <laughs> You know when they shut down when they get too hot iPhones and they that little... <laughs> it's too hot. Yeah. I love I love the timing of it. Just literally she's going, What an old nonsense. Over nanny state, overprotective. Yeah. All right, Met Office. Snow What's that, Mike? Face. What's this? I've got to My garden's on fire. I gotta go. <laughs> I literally rolled my eyes. I fully rolled my eyes. I was like, oh, idiots. Absolute idiots, man. And then there's me bombing it down the road. Oh, Faye. Well, look, I'm so, I'm so glad no one was hurt. That's the main thing, isn't no it? No one was and, hurt. And well done you know, to the fire brigade and your neighbours. wooden panels, and it could have been way worse. But, yeah, fortunately, just some just some wooden, um, my sun lounger that needs replacing. <laughs> fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. All right, Faye, I'll speak to you soon. Lovely to talk to you both. Cheers, bye. 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 Hit me with your best fact, fire away. Of course, it's time for Hit Me With Your Best Fact. Uh, thanks to our friends at Disney Plus, we've got a Jason Manford Show mug to be won if you can wow us with your amazing facts. Uh, what's the sort of vibe we're after, Steve, here? Something you can drop into conversation is always nice, isn't it? Yeah. Something to do with heat is good at the moment, staying cool. Mm. That, like a great fact about that would be good at the moment. Yeah, it's, topical. It, essentially, it's something we want to... It's such a good nugget, we want to mm. Google it, don't we? Yeah, yeah, that's what we're after. That's what we're after. Uh, Charlotte Robson says, this is my best fact. Marge Simpson and just Marge was supposed to have rabbit ears. Oh, that is weird. Weird. That is weird. Uh, Chris Worth, did you know the entire internet weighs about the same as a strawberry? Mm. Now that's good. I quite like that. That's good. How's the, yeah, how does the yeah. how does the internet weigh anything? Well, it's all the data must be stored on a, you know, something that's just oh, so the like of if a you if you downloaded the internet onto onto something, mm. 
the weight of the My information? Is, no, I don't know. The that computer that I don't know. Oh, he's done well there because he's made he's me want to well know. I want to know. I don't know what that means, so I, I need to know more. And you've checked That's these, good. Nick. You've you've had a little look of you've checked BBC Bite Size, haven't you? Okay. Yeah, because Adem normally goes straight to the big source of BBC Bite Size, doesn't it? So <laughs> he does. I don't want you messing about in encyclopedias. And <laughs> yeah, stuff. don't be going to Wikipedia, Nick. We yeah. want BBC Bite Sizes. That is what we That's use as our, our proofreader. Um, I don't. Oh, it's a good one, Chris. It's making me want to know what how you can even weigh the internet. I need, I need to know more. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay, Sally Ellis. Bath loofers are plants and can be grown in the UK. I think I knew they were plants. I did not know that, and that freaks me out a little bit. So mm. I've been washing my back with a plant. Yeah, like a dried up plant. Yeah, sponges are like plants, aren't they? They're all plants, aren't they? No, mm. sponges not plants. A sponge it grows in the sea. Something that grows in the sea. That's, That's not plant, what I'm using it? to wash my dishes with, though, am I? Yeah. No, that's a that's been recreated. To okay, be, like you know, before there was say, before there was a sponge. You were about to blow my mind there, Steve. I was like, what? A sponge? There's a yellow I mean, creature with could. a with a really Don't sharp you. brillo green back. Yeah, oh, it's fearsome. Down the bottom of the ocean, <laughs> got a square thing, right? It's got a brilloy back, and mm. it gets really undersized, mm. really soft. Not sure about this. A loof as mm. a plant. Well, that's a good one as well. Uh, what about this one from Pete from the Wirral? Hippos spin their tails around when they go to the toilet and they pee backwards so they don't have to bury their waist. Just make sure you stand well back. It's the most graphic visual metaphor of something hitting the fan ever. See, I want to Google that. Mm. That, They spin their tails around. That's like, that is the, yeah, the fan, isn't it? Yeah. Hitting the fan, isn't it? Well, it doesn't, does it, I would imagine. I imagine if... You think they've got the timing right? Yeah, they spin it. I don't it's like if... a hopscotch. Not hopscotch. It's like a skipping rope, isn't it? It goes round and you just go... And you miss it each time. Over, over, yeah. I don't know, Steve. The, the hippo does not strike me as a master of timing with its movements. Mm, I know, but... Yeah, but that's the that thing. else. have it, the hippo. They're dead fast, aren't they, really, when, oh, yeah, when they're they in the water or something? You can't outrun Something's a hippo. Right the water. No, that's it, isn't it, yeah. You won't outrun a hippo, son. And they're hungry. <laughs> always. They're always hungry. Always hungry. <laughs> Uh, Paul says, since tomato pips are undigestible, scientists, oceanographers or whatnot, used to take seawater samples off the the coast and by counting the number of pips in the sample could tell the direction of coastal currents. This was obviously in those unenlightened days when raw sewage was often pumped directly into the sea. The method Mm. was superseded when radioactive isotopes became available. I like the idea of superseded. That was a, that was a good pun. That was a good pun. Very yeah. clever pun. No, no, I'm sure he realised that was a good pun. I don't know if you meant no, it. Because he said what not in the middle of his experts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he lost us there, but I liked it. Um, Sarah Lockwood says, The world is your oyster is from leftover oyster shells left in London by the Romans that were used as tickets to travel on boats, hence why oyster cards are called oyster cards. Do you think it's one of those stories that when you look into it, it's not exactly like that? I feel like it's been back-engineered into to make the Oyster card seem more important than it is. These have all been checked on BBC Bite Size. Mm, I'm going to double-check BBC Bite Size. I'm going to say to the rest of the country, Oyster cards uh, are what the Londoners use to travel around. They they don't really anymore. They don't now. It's just your phone, yeah. Yeah. The world is your oyster. I don't know. I don't... Mm. 
leftover oyster shells left in London no. by the Romans. It just seems it's, so... It's, yeah, it feels a bit more like the... the like how many? In the, the currents can take it anywhere, so that, that's why the world's your oyster. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's what it feels like, more a sea-based analogy rather than yeah. littering. Have you got a ticket? Yeah, they have got that, yeah. yeah. I ate it on the way. <laughs> That feels weird, doesn't it? I don't know. Maybe. Mm, Not sure about that one. Uh, Sue Lear says, The Beatles' Yellow Submarine is the Queen's favourite film. Well, is it? That's the first time the Queen has ever gone down, in my estimation. If that's true. Yeah. Your Majesty, you need to see Planes, Trains and Automobiles or The Godfather Part 2. Or Uncle Buck. I mean, take Uncle Buck over that. (laughs) The Beatles' Yellow Submarine. I mean, the Beatles aren't even in it. Even somebody else is doing their voices. <laughs> even they've gone to them and do it, which put our songs in, yeah, but I don't want anything else to do with it. I think we need to come up with a list of films for the Queen for next week okay. so that she needs to watch. Idea. So let's have a yeah. little think about that. List of, a list of films for the Queen uh, for that are better than the Beatles' Yellow Submarine. Uh, we need to come mm. up with a winner, Steve. Uh, what are you okay. thinking? <clears throat> what was the rundown against We have got Marge Simpson was supposed to have rabbit ears. The entire internet weighs the same as a strawberry. Loofers Good. can be grown. Uh, hippos tail uh, spin their tails around when they go to the toilet. Uh, something about tomato pips uh, you've been used to work out sea currents. And uh, oysters. <laughs> oysters being left all over London by the Romans, and <laughs> so that's why we have oyster cards. I kind of want to know more about that, though. <laughs> no. I don't know where to go, but the, the weight of the internet being the same weight as a strawberry. I think that's mine as well. Yeah, let's go with that. I like that let's one as well. All right, Chris Worth, you are worthy of a prize this week. Uh, the entire internet weighs the same as a strawberry. We want to know more about that, so you have won this week's uh, so you've won this week's Hit Me With Your Best Facts. Uh, if you want to join in, in the future, just email me, jason at absoluteradio.co.uk. Hey, Siri, show me a hippo doing a poo. <laughs> <laughs> Here are some images of a poo doing a poo from the web. Take a look. <laughs> Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. <laughs> 